Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. I know Monday is not the typical uh, day that you get to listen to this show, but um, I mentioned in a previous episode that I want to get all of the season one episodes out before the end of the year. It just feels like a nice little way to wrap up season one and then start fresh with season two in 2021, which I can't believe is almost here. Um, but yeah, so that means that you get to listen to my friend Kate today. Um, it's a really fun conversation. We made Christmas cards together while we chatted. I obviously cut out most of the crafting, um, but you can always see that on YouTube at Essentially Haley. Um, make sure you subscribe over there. I'm finally at 200 subscribers, which is really exciting. Um, not a thousand like I thought uh, I wanted, but I'm still really grateful for everyone who has subscribed. And also if you've subscribed to this podcast or shared it with someone, that means so much. Um, and yeah, I guess the last thing is make sure that you follow or yeah, follow on Instagram. That's what you say, right? Dancers doing stuff on Instagram. Um, and with that, let's get into the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. Um, we had a little break for Thanksgiving week. Um, so this is officially episode 16, I believe, which is so cool. Um, I've gotten to speak to so many awesome dancers and today is a very very special friend of mine um i get to speak with my friend kate who is the reason that we picked this day which we will probably say i won't give it away but i have her saved in my phone as santa and so we thought we had to do a december episode because we wanted to kick off the holiday season. Um, so we're, we're getting crafty in a holiday way today, but it's mostly because she saved a Santa and we'll tell you about that later. But um, she's an amazing dancer. She's from the Boston area, but we met when we are living in New York. She has moved to LA and is doing a lot of cool stuff out there. And she's one of my best and closest friends so I'm excited to share a video she doesn't share videos very often um, and also if you like the picture that is of this episode make sure you comment or say something about it because I think it's a great picture and she archived it on her Instagram so I had to use it for the promo picture so you guys could see it because it is literally such a cute picture and she's gorgeous and she's a great dancer so I'm gonna show you the video. <laughs> Hello everyone, it's Editing Haley, and I just wanted to pop in and say, I know in every episode I say, hey, I'm going to show you this video, and then obviously I cut it out, um, and so I just wanted to give you a shameless plug to make sure you check out the Dancers Doing Stuff Instagram, because I do post the videos there, um, and they are really awesome, so check out Dancers Doing Stuff on Instagram, um, and make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and the YouTube channel where you can also see the videos. Okay, back to the episode. Yay, I love watching her move. So without further ado, let me bring her in. Yay, and we already have, we already have a friend on YouTube saying hello. <laughs> yes, awesome. Well, Thank you for being here. I almost just hit oh, yeah, my yeah. headphones out of my ears. <laughs> welcome, welcome. So I guess before we start talking, let's announce what our craft is today. Um, basically, because it's early in the holiday season, we thought we would make some Christmas cards, some holiday cards, um, 
because who knows if we'll be able to travel for the holidays. So we should start sending out stuff now. <laughs> I have these little washi tapes. Oh, you're going to be making like an elite card and I'm going to be over here scrapping everyone. <laughs> I'm going to be exposed as the perfectionist that I am. No, it's it's going to be good. I'm going to challenge you to not try to make it perfect. Try to make a C-plus card because that is something oh. I'm sure we'll get into when we talk about dance and life outside of dance, but... Yes. yes. Yeah, that's something, well, you're probably working on it more than me, but definitely I've learned recently that being a perfectionist is not the move, unfortunately. No, it's not, because it <laughs> doesn't exist, and so it's really just exhausting, and it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Get into the Christmas spirit. Get into the holiday I'm, vibes. My apartment is decorated. I am I'm ready. Okay, amazing. So while we do this, and then let's not show each other what it looks like until we finish it. Okay. And I'm nervous. No, it's, it's going to be good. And while we're doing this, I'd love to hear a little bit about your dance journey. I know, I know bits and pieces, but tell the viewers yeah. and the listeners a little bit oh about where you're from and all of that stuff. I've been all over the place. Um, I started dancing when I was technically like two years old because mom put me in it, classic, of course. Um, and I was only doing, I was at Walnut Hill School in Massachusetts, which is like hardcore ballet. I didn't know um, you went to Walnut Hill. I did. I was in the Nutcracker. I was a Polly Chanel. I almost I auditioned for that one year, but it was it was far away for me to get to, so I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't, it was in like two towns over, but um, yeah, super ballet heavy. I was in the Nutcracker, did the whole shebang. I was only doing like ballet and modern when I started out. And then I realized I wanted to do more than that. I wanted to do hip hop, jazz, tap, all the things, because I love dancing so much. Um, so I went to, it was just a recreational studio in uh, Medfield, Massachusetts, which is the town over. I was there for seven years. I, it was super recreational. I did all the things, hip hop, ballet, tap, jazz, modern, uh, one end of the year recital, nothing too special, but I loved it. I met like two of my best friends there. Um, and then I realized I kind of wanted to get a bit more serious about it. Um, so I auditioned for this like pre-professional company called Project Moves in Brockton, Mass, which is part of the Gold School studio. And I got in, which is really exciting because there's some crazy, awesome dancers that have come out of there. Tice, Diorio, Kenny Warmold, the Guzman. Lawrence, like some crazy awesome dancers have gone through there. So I was really excited. I was really nervous because I had only I had only been doing recreational dancing for seven years. But so it was a, it was a big leap. But um, I did that all through high school. And that was mainly where I like realized I wanted to do it definitely professionally, except we didn't really do a lot of hip hop there. And I didn't really like, I didn't get introduced to that, but I knew I loved it. So I would always like learn tutorials online of hip hop stuff. Cause we didn't have much of it there. Um, but it was awesome. I improved so much while I was there. And then I went to UArts in Philly for one year, tried out the college thing just to see if that was, you know, if I wanted to do that. Um, it's a great program, but it wasn't really for me. It was more like postmodern ballet stuff, still not that much hip hop. Um, but I met, oh, I met like one of my best friends there. And it, I'm really glad I went because it made me realize what I wanted to do. So then straight from there, I only did a year there and then I moved to New York 
did the professional semester as many guests. I swear this is not sponsored by ProSem. <laughs> Maybe I should tell them that I've had a hundred million alumni of their program on my show. That's so funny. I know. Like every guest you've had. <laughs> um, ProSem loved it for getting me introduced to street styles and all that stuff because I doing a lot of like contemporary contemporary fusion it's actually funny that I chose that clip to play because that was the first time I like did you know contemporary class in like years um but it's really fun shout out Lex uh and then yeah I got introduced to so many awesome teachers I put my concentration as like mainly hip hop and street styles because it was very quick realization that that is the avenue I wanted to go, the more commercial route. So I was taking 12 classes a day during that. And then when that was up, I got my own apartment in New York and I kept training with the people I was training with during ProSem, just making connections, getting better. I really kind of felt late to the game in hip hop because um, I had kind of just started it when I moved to New York and then all my friends that I had make had kind of already been in the scene for a while. So I felt like I had a lot of catching up to do, um, but so happy I did that. And then towards the end of my New York experience, I um, just realized I wanted a change of scene, change of energy, change of, people, all the things. Um, so I decided to make the big move out to LA, which was super daunting, but also the best thing I could have done for myself. Um, not cause I thought I was like ready for like, to like start doing jobs all the time and like be in LA, but just cause I want, there were so many people I want to train with out here. And um, it was just, Oh, it was such a such a good move on my part. Um, it's definitely such a different energy and a so it's, different. It's such a different vibe out there than it is in New York. Like yeah, they both have their it, pros and cons, probably. But yeah, it it gets a bad rep for some reason, and I think it only gets a bad rep. I'm learning because it's just it's just a lot tougher to make friends because you don't have you know the benefits of New York where you're all hanging out after class and then you all can like walk and go get food together. And then you all walk to the train together. It's like a lot easier to just like make friends in New York in the dance scene. Cause you can hang out at the studios, you can whatever. But in LA it's just, I think it gets the bad rep cause it's just, you have to really put in the work to like make good friends here. Um, which is no problem for me cause I've jumped around studios and schools and places my whole life so that's not really something that I struggle with um but I know a lot of people do so I bet that is the reason for that um, yeah. yeah I feel like I hear a lot of people like their first year in LA is really hard because it's like you're Stuck meeting on. all these people and then but then it seems like people in LA really find out who their like their people are and then yes. you kind of stick to that like it might be a smaller group than what it is in New York but you know that those people are your people. That is exactly correct. And I love that. I've always had a small circle. I like having a small circle. It's just how I've always been. Um, so it's been really good for me and I just love the beach. I love warm weather. I love who I get to train from and with out here. Yeah, like, there's just so much more, there's so many more options I feel like out there. Like, yeah. Definitely. There's just There's so many people. <laughs> so many people and, you know, you don't you don't get stuck. I feel like when I was in New York, I got kind of, I got a little, I got a little stuck. And I... Uh, like doing the same thing, taking the same teachers. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I still, I definitely, like, pick wisely of who I take out here, too, but... There's just when I want to get out of that, it's way easier to than when I was in New York and doing that. I felt like when if I didn't want to go to class one day, I was like missing out on something. And it was just like I was just in a bad headspace. So out here, yeah. I kind of like the room to 
breathe and kind of do whatever I want. I have so many other little like hobbies and passions that I love. So it's good for me. Yeah, I love that. And it's definitely, I think knowing you personally and seeing you kind of just blossom and it's clear that like LA is like the place that you need to be. So I'm glad that you found that. Thank you. Me too. I'm so (laughs) happy. I feel like I've like, I feel more myself than I've ever felt. So that's important. That's so good to, that's so good to hear because yeah, yeah, it's just, it's definitely like, I don't know. That's, that's really hard. Like I think a lot of people forget about the, not the, not the like the mental stuff of it. That doesn't sound right. But like when someone moves to, to LA, for example, it's like, you think about it's like, oh, I'm moving there like to dance and I'm going to like my career. and But at the same time, like you still have to have a life outside of your career. You have to, you know, and it's the same thing about moving to New York. It's like Mm -hmm. usually the, the, the reason that someone is moving to one of these cities is career, the career reason, but it's important to make sure that the whole rest of your life fits in that place as well. Exactly, exactly. And I love New York. Like I miss New York so much. I can totally see myself living there again one day, but for now, this is this is where I need to be. Yeah, I love that. My sanity and <laughs> oh, the weather is also so nice. I'm jealous that you get to go to the beach so often. I can go to the beach whenever I want. It's the best. I love the beach. Even when it's like not a great beach weather day, you can just go in your sweatpants and just enjoy it. So I love it's awesome. that. There's mountains. Like there's a you, there's just so much to do here. So I was wondering, because I don't know. I mean, I've. I'm, I'm sure I've asked you this before, but I wanted it on record. I wanted oh, to talk about, because I actually haven't talked to a lot of people about this, but like, what are some of your dreams in dance and like in that kind of industry world? Like, what are some of the things that you, if you could just pick any dance job or any goal that you could ever have, like, what are some of those things? I don't really have like specific my goals are more oriented right right now at least they change all the time um because my brain moves up a million miles a minute but um it's more who i want to work with like i have a lot of goals of working with certain people out here like like choreographers or artists choreographers Mm. and artists too those are more those feel a little further right now but um like I want to work so badly for for Brian and Scott, for Marty Kavelka, for Candice, for like there's just a lot. My goal I'm trying to keep my goals. I learned it's easier if I keep them like on the not the smaller scale, but in terms of my reach, it's easier for me to like focus on ones that are more attainable and that I can kind of do things every week for like make yeah. those connections better and stronger and even just con- like concept videos of people I would want to work for like just stuff like that but on the big scale I love the stage I'm a stage junkie so going on tour eventually one day would be the best thing ever I just would have so much fun and traveling oh my gosh mm. that- the best excuse to travel um yeah but i they change all the time like they every time i like learn something new about myself or i or i get something that i didn't know i could or like think i could or uh, some teacher or choreographer like kind of scoops me under their wing and wants to i just like it's always changing kind of because I don't often quite know what I'm capable of. And so, yeah, hopefully they'll just stay big and I can keep keep trucking towards them. But <laughs> they are literally always changing. 
Yeah. And what is one of your like favorite things that you've done? Um, you know, it doesn't have to be like a paid job, but any sort of like dance opportunity, like what is like your favorite dance memory that you have? Well, that's a tough question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I guess saying favorite, it doesn't have to be your favorite. It can just be like one that you like. Because I feel like putting saying like favorite puts a lot of pressure on it. True. I think, well, right when I moved out here, I got to dance for my friend Sophia Black, who's a singer, um, with my friend Shannon and Trevor Takamoto and Hugh choreographed that. And so I got like a little taste of that process and like dancing for an artist and it was also with all people that like i already knew and loved um and that was pretty cool because i didn't i didn't quite feel ready for that when that opportunity like presented itself um but everyone else did so i trusted myself and i trusted the fact that i was asked for a reason and yes that was, I don't know, dan- dancing for an artist is so cool. So fun. even on that like smaller scale, it's just, it's so fun because the crowd like gets just as excited about the dancers as like when you're like hyping everyone, like they're at, everyone's always just so into it when the, you know, choreography's good, music's good. Everyone's just like that, that probably so far has been one of my favorite moments yeah oh, I can't even remember what it's like to be on stage with like the energy of an audience like it feels like it's been so long no, it has been it'll come back that one was, day yes hopefully oh my gosh I bought oh my gosh I bought tickets to Justin Bieber's tour for next year and I just don't think it's gonna happen and um oh when is that supposed to happen Real bummed about it. The tickets are twenty twenty one. Yeah, are for August, but it just seems like well, it could happen. August. That's like so long from now. True. True. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, the U.S. can get its shit together. Yeah, literally. Well, on that note, let's do some. How? Wait. First, before I do this. How is your your card going? Are you feeling inspired or are you feeling stressed out? <laughs> you know me too well. I'm doing okay right now. Okay, I'm that's good. Just going slow and steady. I'm not good at multitasking, so every time I've trailed off in a thought, I forget that I'm doing this crap. But <laughs> Don't worry, you got this. Okay, well now it's time for <laughs> Would You Rather... That sound effect was everything. <laughs> okay, so as you know, because you are the number one fan for this show, <laughs> now is the time where we do Would You Rather. Nothing is too yes. crazy because it's a pre-made game. But if okay. anyone is watching, they can comment what they would rather do. And even if you're watching this after the fact, definitely um, let us know what you would rather do. So, let me pick Ready. these. Would you rather have bowling balls for hands or tennis balls for fingers? Oh, it's a very like ball hand heavy question. Ugh. Um, Neither of those are ideal. Bowling ball, I feel like I have to do the tennis balls only because there's a little bit more functionality. Yeah, I think I'll pick that too. But like wouldn't be very excited about it. Okay. Would you rather have the hiccups for two hours every day or have to walk backwards everywhere? I kind of do have the hiccups all the time, so. That's so interesting. I know, it's so annoying. It's every time, anytime I eat a meal, immediately afterwards, I have hiccups, like without fail. I, if I get hiccups one time in the day, I always get them a second time later in the day. Like I never have hiccups just once in one day, but there's a lot of days where I don't have hiccups, but it's always, I always get them twice. It's so weird. What? I need to do some research. If anyone knows about hiccups, let us know because I don't understand them. Hiccups are just 
They are so annoying. They just interrupt everything. Ooh, okay. This is the last one. Would you rather have everything you touch turn to ice or always have to use a stranger's toothbrush to clean your teeth? Oh my gosh. Oh no. I know what I'm picking. What was the first one? Have everything you touch turn to ice. I'd have to do that one because... I couldn't use a stranger's toothbrush. I'm kind of mad that I hesitated as long as I did. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> definitely would ever pick that. Oh, that just gives me the creeps. Blech. Oh my gosh, I like have chills. Oh, ick, ick. Disgusting. Well, on that note, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to talk about some of your passions outside of dance. You have a lot, and I feel like I you have a really good balance of being a human and also being a dancer. That is the only way I know how. Because I have, like, this is going to sound interesting, but I have kind of, like, a love-hate relationship with dance. Um, Not in, like, an unhealthy way. I think kind of in a healthy way, actually. Um, Just because I'm pretty hard on myself, as you know. So sometimes I need to just step away. Mm. Um, But there's... So many things I love to do. Um, In terms of, like, passions, if I was not dancing and doing the whole dancing, I would definitely go the um, astronaut route because... Interesting. I didn't know that about you. Really? That's interesting. That's, like, my biggest... That's... Yeah, I know. I knew you got the astronaut tattoo, but I didn't know that you, it was like, you want to be an astronaut. Oh, yeah. I have a, such an infatuation with space and the moon and just everything about that. Like, I so badly would love to go up into space, like, one day. Well, maybe once I've done everything I want to do with dance, I could... I mean, by that time, I mean, there has to be some time in our lifetime where it might be really expensive, but isn't that like a thing that's happening now? Like, yes, you can, you, they're gonna start, um, taking like tourists up into space pretty soon, actually, but it's like cost millions and millions of dollars. Oh my gosh. That's, um, what's his face? The Tesla guy, right? What's his name? He put a Tesla in space, right? Is that true? He, like, had a Tesla, like, the car in space. I wouldn't I be might surprised. have made that up. I, I need to some... fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I know he does want to take people into space. I don't know about the Tesla thing. That is but, so um... cool. I didn't know that. That's so funny. I mean, it's not funny. It's very interesting. I took astronomy my first semester of college. And Did it was really? much harder than I anticipated because there's a lot of math. You need to, like, oh, my gosh, you need to. Astronauts are, like, super smart. So smart. You need to be able to swallow information from, like, everything. Um, It's kind of crazy. Well, maybe one day you'll be able to go up in space. That'll be so cool. (laughs) I just, like, the thing with that is I know I would come back from that experience with just, like, such a new perspective on just like seeing the earth from all the way up I don't know I think it I feel like it would just like change me oh for sure I just it's like seems so unbelievable like I can't even imagine being in space and like how it feels like to not feel gravity I know have you ever been to one of those um like anti-gravity chamber things absolutely love to that would be so cool intrigued by how that feels and like what that is like i've been watching because they just sent um two no four american astronauts up to the international space station and i they were live streaming it so i was watching the whole thing and it's just like it's so interesting to me it's so it's so cool but that's like that's that's a big one but in terms of like other hobbies that i love to do on my day-to-day um 
I learned how to do a lot of things this year. I learned how to skateboard. Yeah, I was going to say, you've learned so many things just in the time that you've been in L.A. Like I know. It's amazing. And I love it. I just, like, there's so many things I want to, like, just be able to do. Skateboard, surf. Um, I haven't been doing that recently, but I have a surfboard, and I have done that. I want to get better at that, and I want to do that more often like I used to. Um so scary, but so much fun. I love the ocean. That's uh, my other is of a stingray manta ray. Oh, yeah. Just because I love the ocean equally as much as I do space. Um, so surfing is another one. I love playing tennis. I've played tennis since I was four years old. Um, skiing I've done since I was a little kid. Oh, I miss skiing so much. I love just like... That's like an unreal feeling if you've ever been skiing. I've I've only been skiing. The last time I went skiing was in fourth grade. So I don't think I I ever got to the point of what you were probably feeling because I was still like pizza stopping when I... (laughs) Actually, no, I think I graduated to the side stop, but I was like still on the kiddie mountain. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah, skiing is so... It's such a. It's so unique. beautiful. I feel like the yeah. the only remember I remember it being like so quiet and still, even though there were so many people around, like moving fast around you. Like something about just being like in the snow and in nature. It just no, felt very calm. In the mountains and like go, ugh! It's just beautiful. Like it's just. It is unlike any other sport ever now that i'm listing like this type the sports that i like prefer it's very specific it's like you like right. to like move it's interesting that yeah. like the the all the things that you're talking about are like rolling waves like skiing downhill <laughs> yeah. i mean i wonder if that has something to do with like because as a dancer you're still you know i think being a dancer is like you are a dancer in all aspects of your life. So it makes sense that the other things outside of dance, like that you're passionate about are still creative and also still involve movement. And yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And that's really cool. I never like made that connection before. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, that's so true. Um, I love it. There's just like so many, I'm like always, that's that's how I keep my relationship with dance healthy is by doing all these other things as well. It brings just brings in perspective and like it, it, I want to live my life to you know if there's something I want to do I want to go do it. I want to try. I want to get good at it. I want to try it. I want to. That's just like how I've always been. So I love that living in LA allows me to try all these things and do them whenever I want. Yeah. It's very nice. Do you find that people in LA, like I'm, I'm interested to know if, because you've lived in both New York and LA, if people in LA are more likely to do things outside of dance than in New York or not? Because I feel like in New York, it might just be what I see, but like, I feel like I experience dancers in New York who are obsessed with dance and that's like all they do. And I don't know if that's a New York thing or just a very common dance thing. I feel like I feel like that's a dance thing. I don't really notice besides myself and oh, I'm thinking about it besides myself. I don't really notice other people that I know here doing much else it seems mm-hmm. like well i mean all we can see is what people post on instagram and right. so we will very well could be doing all these things but from what i notice, it seems like people are always just dancing which is fine if that works for you and you have a good you like that works for you go off um i would literally go crazy I feel like maybe also the people in LA, like I'm trying to think about the people that I know in LA, it's usually like they're doing a job. 
so they can't take class. I think it's different about, yeah. I think about class, I think it's probably pretty different. But, yeah, because you can't, you can't take class if you're on tour. So then when you come back, you probably take a lot of class because you haven't right. been in class. But you also probably are able to do other things while you're, like, on a job or, you know, you kind of, like, have that, like, post-job relearning about yourself kind of situation. I feel like it's probably more yeah. common that people are working more in L.A. than they are probably here. Because I feel like in New York, it's such a small, select group of people who do most of the jobs, at least in the That's the commercial true. industry. That's true. And here it's, like, it's there's such a huge circle of, of, of working dancers out here, um, which is cool. It's a little, it makes it a little tougher <laughs> to get into those. Um, yeah. But you just, just like anything, you just you gotta put in the time, you gotta put in the work. So, you know, when I, when I know I haven't been putting all my energy and effort into dance for a period of time i'm i'm aware of it and i know that you know to to jump back in i'm gonna have to like really really focus and make that my priority i know that's what i have to do in order to actually really make sure i do what i want to do with dance um but i always find time to do the other stuff yeah. that i want to do i feel like that's so important like from everyone that i've talked to in the 15 past episodes it seems that like it just really helps to I don't know I mean it's like absence makes the heart grow fonder and I think I mean right now it's more frustrating because we don't get to choose to be absent from a lot of stuff and I think that's more difficult during this quarantine time but I think it is so important to really like take a step back and be like am I taking class or am I dancing because I feel like I have to or is it because it's actually something that I want to do and it's making me excited and I'm growing and learning from it yes and there there is a way as a dancer too if if you are like me and want to do a million things while you're young like I do um there's ways to work smarter too like I now only I only take class when I really I'm excited to and want to and excited about whatever class I'm taking. And I take from the people that I want to work for and work with. And I make sure to throw in a variety of, of styles of the, of the type of thing I want to do. But I know there's also two kind of different types of dancers where some people train and they train just in all styles all the time, just to like, be the most versatile for themselves and and do it that way and then i feel like there's another group of dancers who really focuses in on just knows knows what they want to do in terms of like who they want to work for and the jobs they want and stuff and can really focus on making those connections with those people and staying consistent in those classes and there's i mean there's a million everyone's path is different and there's a million ways to do it but um yeah and I think people should also remind themselves of that more like you don't have to as a lot of teachers call it like you don't want to be a professional class taker just because like just because if it makes you really happy yeah take as many classes as you want that's the thing that like makes you super happy but in terms of your training you know there's there's not one right way to train. There's not one right way to work hard. There's not, there's not one way to do it and make it. So you can, you know, you can morph your training and your journey and how you want to work to also like do what's best for your life too, not just your career. Mm. You know, there's so many ways, there's so many ways to do it. Yeah, definitely. I agree with all of those things that you just said. It is officially time for... Questions, questions, questions. Questions, questions, questions. Okay, so I'm going to pick randomly one from each category. Hopefully they are ones that we haven't done. Actually, that one was a bad one, so I'm picking a new one. Pick a color. Ooh, pink. 
Have you ever been out of the country? That's an easy question. <laughs> I have. I've been to, well, is that considered the Virgin Islands? I Yeah, that counts. Right? Did you need a passport? Yes. Oh, yeah, and the bitter end. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been out of the country. Very cool. Do you I would a- like to be out of the country more. <laughs> I would like to go to Japan and a million places. If so. we're ever allowed to leave this country, oh my gosh, I know. we will travel. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What would you eat for your last meal? That's kind of depressing. For my last meal? Yeah, like the last meal you'll ever eat. Probably my favorite meal, which is chicken salad. Oh, I was (laughs) chicken salad. You make that egg every week. (laughs) Oh my god! No, yeah, macaroni salad. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Oh, I've learned how to cook this quarantine too, and I'm learning Japanese. I'm forgetting all the things I've been doing. Oh my gosh, um, you're doing amazing things! I'm doing. I'm just trying to take advantage of this time. Um, but yeah, orange chicken and white rice, most likely from Panda Express, because that is that will never fail. I think I don't know if I've ever been to Panda Express. Maybe one time. You have yeah. To go. It's so good. Okay, blue. Describe what your crush looks like. Oh, no. Drama. Um, you can be very vague. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's the one I was like, this oh. is the most scandalous question that's ever come out of this deck. Oh, my goodness. Of course, I get it. <laughs> well, nah. let's see. I feel like everything I would say is so specific. It could be, like, your ideal crush. Like, it doesn't have to be a real person. Okay. I'm a bit, like, all the the few guys that I have had, like, sort of long-term things with all look so different. I'm a, but yeah. they all have very similar personality traits and, like, how they present themselves and all that. Mm. We love confident i just i really you know it seems i go for the toxic ones that's just always been <laughs> how it is. not by choice um they just intrigue me my roommate actually cracked the code she was like you always just like get hooked on the ones that are like big miss like are that are a little mysterious and like question interesting. marks interesting knows I'm like, yeah maybe like, you want- should just be a detective and not date those bad men <laughs> exactly. exactly or boys let's call them boys boys they yeah scandal on them. <laughs> yeah, i did not even <laughs> that wasn't the sound i meant but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. okay last well second to last question what do no. you always procrastinate what do I always procrastinate? Um, laundry. Well, I've gotten better at that actually in quarantine. Well, but you I have laundry I, in your in your apartment, yeah. which is. I did not used to have a washer dryer in where I lived. That was something I definitely put off. No, there's definitely other. I put off. I don't know. I used to be a big procrastinator. I'm. I'm not so much anymore. Hmm, that's good. I've like conquered that wow. conquered that must be bit. nice must be nice <laughs> getting back to people okay yeah that, that's I'm sometimes sorry. necessary for your sanity yeah but i need to do better with that sometimes but yeah i've kind of quarantine's kind of corrected that flaw for me which is nice nice okay the last question what brings out your most creative self? I think that's a lame answer. Hold on, give me a sec. <laughs> Once again, I think my answer to that changes a lot. I go through such waves and phases all the time, like in, in with everything. Um, this is kind of a lame answer, but like I love, I just like love music. And I love to sing. And if there was one thing I could wish for in this world, it would be to have golden vocal cords because 
<laughs> I love writing. Like, I love trying to, like, sit down. I don't know if I've even told you this. And, like, write little songs. I think you told me you wrote a song in quarantine, but you never played it for I me. Did. I've written a couple because um, I know, like, enough chords on the guitar to kind of play with that. But I'm always, like, really proud of myself when I can actually do that. And I just, ugh, music, like... I don't know. That's what I can't like if I in terms of training, I don't do this, but in terms of like sometimes my certain class taking does depend on the music I would like to dance to that night. And and when I freestyle, I can't just like throw on any song like I have a very I don't know. I get like hooked on song. I don't know. This is not really a straight answer to this question, That's but okay. <laughs> in terms of all the things, probably like as a vague answer, just like music and yeah, yeah. That counts. That counts. <laughs> Changes though. Like sometimes I'm I I'm really I get really into like fashion. I get really into all these different things, like wanting to make vlogs. I don't know. I'm a mess. I'm all over the place all the time. I'm constantly But I feel like a constant is that you are very creative. It's just you're creative in a lot of different ways. And then, you know, you figure out different things that you want to do. So I don't think that that's a mess. I think that that is you being creative, like trying different things. That might be what makes you most creative. I, like, try everything. I, like, want to do everything. Yeah. I think that's good. That's not a bad thing. Don't say it like it's a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. No, that is great. Well, if you have anything that you would like to plug, I have your Instagram down below for our visual viewers, but for our audio viewers, or our audio listeners, not our audio viewers, why don't you tell them what your Instagram is and where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram as Kate's One. That is K A T E E S S One. Nice. And that's all I have to plug. I don't really, I'm not really on anything else. Well, you have something else that you do with your roommate that is also another passion that you have outside of dance that I oh totally forgot God. to even bring up. Whoa, yeah. We have, me and my roommate um, have a podcast called No Way um, because we just are flabbergasted always by anything and everything and we're always laughing and just like, so we decided to start a podcast. We have, I think, like 10 or so episodes up. Um, That was something that has gotten better as we have done it multiple times now but um it's really fun it's just it's really just how we like conversations we have on the day-to-day that we think are funny or intriguing and stories and stuff so you check that out that's on everything that's on spotify apple podcasts all the all the things yeah laugh a little yeah it's very fun and they have really great um art podcast art what's that called oh yeah like a, a picture ashley bland for that yeah she is the mind behind that artwork very cool and then for myself you can obviously find me here on youtube if you're watching at essentially Haley. there's also the instagram for essentially Haley. please subscribe <laughs> I still am saying that I'd like to get a thousand subscribers before the end of the year. And I know that it's December 2nd and that is a hefty, hefty ask because I think we're at 138 maybe. We maybe, got this. You know, Come on, guys. who knows? I also officially started the Instagram for Dancers Doing Stuff. So I figured it would just be easier so that way I can share all of the little audio clips and the videos of people dancing, because I know for people who listen to the podcast, you don't get to see the videos of um, my awesome guest dancing, so I can share those there. Um, so definitely check that out. It's just dancers doing stuff. Um, and if you want to see my personal stuff, you can see me at Haley Grove on Instagram. So I think yes. with that, 
I also, really quickly, just oh. want to say how proud I am of you for doing all this because me and Haley talk a lot and she's just like had these ideas flowing for ever and I just the whole thing is you're just doing it like the best way that Haley Grove would do this and it's oh, really great and it's happening you. and you're doing it and I'm just excited about it yeah well you are the biggest fan and the biggest supporter of this yeah. show in oh, me come watch with me Good time. She's always in the comments. You've probably seen her. I drag them in so that people can see the comments. Support your friends. She even commented on this, her own interview. See here. I did. Just checking in with myself. (laughs) Amazing. Support your friends. Support artists. Support small businesses. Before they blow up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, it was great talking to you. I know I'll talk to you probably 45 times before the day ends. But yes. Have a great day. Thank you, everyone who is watching. Um, show us your Christmas cards or your holiday cards if you make any. Tag us. Do yeah, do better than us. And yeah. I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.